Welcome to North of the 49th this week. Well, it's almost the end of the year. Huh, 2019. Flown by. Been great times, stories, jokes. Funny, funny, funny. Great guests, great times. I'd like to thank everybody for coming out. I'd like to thank everybody, of course, for listening, first of all. We're going to run it back. We did this before celebration episode. We're going to do celebration 2.0. Get to some of uh, the other stories that we weren't able to put on the last one. Oh my God, it's been amazing. It's been great. And uh, without further ado, let's uh, let's get this story time started. Yeah. Oh, and another interesting thing that happened in New York. I got engaged. Wow, I did see the ring on the finger. I wondered, Ah, I wondered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was waiting for the special moment to ask. Do you you recognize it? It, Anyway, it's a Green Lantern um, inspired um, engagement ring. That's amazing. Well, congratulations. (laughs) Thank you so much. That's incredible. It happened in New York after the show because he's in the show as well. His name is Alan. Alan. Alan Bellarique. Um, anyway, yeah. <laughs> those of you that know him, yeah. um, or he's probably listening, hey, uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's in the 90s kids with me. And Excellent. Yeah. Nice. Did. Very nice. That was interesting. <laughs> yeah. Did it happen oh at the gosh. show? Uh, okay. Like at the show, but on stage? Yeah. No yep. way. Really? Yep. Amazing. Yes, no, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, so. You're like, is this a sketch? Yeah, exactly. Like, it, we, like uh, the audience didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what was going on. So it was just like, what, what? So I, I and I cl- it clicked yeah. after a while what he was doing. Yeah. And I was like, nope, nope, this isn't happening. I was like in denial that it was happening. And I was like, all right, bye, everyone. Because it was the end of the show. We were all saying bye. Yeah. And then, and then he like pulled me. And then my jacket came up. It was it was a whole yeah. thing. <laughs> Amazing. Eventually said yes. So. Yeah, Clearly. on the stage or you just like we stage. have to. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah look, we, uh, no, no, we're no, st- no. bye, 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 bye. But I am like, I'm such a comedian that <laughs> the way I said yes because in the sketch I I do a thing where I say you got it, dude. Like just like you know, nineties, get it, full house. Yeah. Um. So when he <laughs> when when it finally clicked, I don't know what he was saying, blah blah. He finally got down on me, and I was like. You got it, dude! No way! You full housed it in the response? Yes! Yes! Uh, that is incredible. And that's, that's yes. on video. And yeah. That's we have to try to tap into that video. Who's got story. that video? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's got that video? We gotta post a link for that. Uh, oh my right. gosh. You got Woo. it, dude. Amazing. Your body him. Yeah, pain. drive. Yeah, but whatever. It was fun. It was like probably the most fun I ever like out of all my school years. Like it was because it, it was like a concentration camp. We weren't allowed to do anything. Yeah. Everything was forbidden. So we oh, did so good. much shit. Yeah. Like we'd go to Atlanta. It was an hour away. We'd party in Atlanta. We had we would have no plans like yeah. where to stay. So we just always end up finding some random girl's oh, house to go to. <laughs> and, like one time, like we found this like random milf's house, and we like unfortunately like we destroyed her house. By accident, kind of. <laughs> By accident. You got to throw uh, that in there. You accidentally found a place I, to sleep and then bro- accidentally ruined it. I broke her toilet. But <laughs> what? Yeah. And yeah. It was... Uh, like physically or with your bodily function? Both. <laughs> <laughs> 
but um, yeah, it was fun. It was a fun year. Like it wasn't made for a six nine man. Is that, that what you're saying? No, most toilets aren't made for six nine. Guys. No, do they have toilets out there made specially, like the big and tall well, store, but know, for toilets? You know what? Like my <laughs> extra I, I, bolts. I, this this is a topic dear to my heart because it's it's hard to take a shit as a giant. Like slow flow toilets don't work. <laughs> right? like, no. I remember you talking about that. We need yeah. the highest of pressures. So uh, I think Nora Star- was looking at that for Airbnbs. Yeah, Starbucks <laughs> toilets are, are usually heavy flow. They're pretty good. As I take a sip of Starbucks coffee. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was like, fuck it. Uh, I'm just going to have fun with it. One, one, one time. Yeah, yeah, I'll just one. do it one time. It's just I, one that's, time. It, that's why it's funny because like I keep this I keep this Google Doc on my phone. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. That's why I know like the 116 is because like I have a document in my phone, and every time I book a show, nice. I write it in and I number it because it's just this cute little reminder to me that like 115 shows ago, this was supposed to be over. Uh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It was supposed and to be the just the check in the box. Exactly. And <laughs> so I just I love up. I love seeing it and and yeah. watching it continue to expand and just be like wow like yeah who would have thought like not in a million years yeah yeah you know? so is it is it just stand up or you do do you do improv as well no improv scares no. the shit out of me <laughs> scares the shit yeah, but out the stand up scared the shit out of you first too no stand up like, <laughs> stand I I understand stand up because stand up is story. Okay. okay. And yeah. so for me, stand up is is a few degrees removed from what I've been doing this whole time. Okay. Yeah. You yeah, know, I, yeah. it's a different kind of storytelling, and it's much personal, much more personal, and there's a lot less between you and the the audience that's eventually going to consume it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I understand how to write it. I understand how to structure it. I understand that you know I have to memorize it and then deliver it. When it comes to improv, the reason why it scares me so much is because I have to be funny on demand. Yeah. And that terrifies yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. Because when I'm up on a stage, like, I don't get nervous doing stand-up for the most part. Oh, nice. Uh, because the first time that I ever, like, when I did that first open mic, I didn't tell anybody I was doing it. Nobody okay, even yeah. knew that I had booked the show in March yet. Oh, okay. Because okay. my thought was, if I go up here, and this is a total fucking train wreck... <laughs> It never happens <laughs> because nobody I know is in this room. Okay. I don't owe these people anything. Yeah, okay, I could just disappear into the night. Yeah. Nobody will ever see me again. <laughs> <laughs> so I felt very free of yeah. consequence and judgment when I went up the first time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and when it went well, I was like, oh, okay. So there's not that much to be afraid of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the longer I've been doing it, the more like, I remember when I, you know, when I was doing my first showcase uh, back in October for Winnipeg and a lot of people on the, the show were really nervous and they're like, why don't you seem nervous? I was like, because it's just jokes. Nice. I was like, at the end of the day, like the wor- my worst case scenario tonight is that I go up there and people don't laugh at me. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> as far as stakes go. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because like. Over over my time, like I've had job, like I've had such stressful jobs. I've had, you know, like I used to be an assistant at a production company, answering directly to the head producer. Where if I fucked up a, uh, you know, an address or something, I could send them to the wrong part of town for a meeting that wasn't going to happen in that building. Yeah, you know, and and completely screw up a deal, or yeah, I could, yeah. you know, 
there are, there are just a hundred ways that my mistakes could like be an atom bomb to that, that person or that company or that deal or that whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so for me to get up on a stage and the stakes are people don't think you're funny. I'm like, fuck, I'll take that any day. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. When you look at it like that. Yeah. And I, that has been a very freeing mindset to have for me because like I come at it from a place of like, A, this was only supposed to ever happen once. Yeah. So literally every other show that I get is just a cherry on top. Yeah, yeah. And also this is so much fun. Mm-hmm, I am mm-hmm. having the time of my life every time I get on that stage. That's amazing. Um. Because for me, like for me specifically, because of the stuff that I talk about, because of who I am as a queer trans woman, there are not a lot of me standing on that stage. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I take that very seriously. It's probably the only thing that I take very seriously (laughs) in all of this is that there's a very good chance that I'm the first trans person that somebody in that room is seeing for, for the first time in their life. Okay, nice. It could be their first actual exposure to the concept of transphobia, to the concept of trans identity Mm -hmm. that night for seven minutes with me on that stage. And so my material is written specifically to be an entry point for people like that so that you could go in knowing absolutely nothing about transness and everything that I tell you in that seven minutes makes sense to you by the time I leave. That's very cool. And that's partly for them. Yeah, yeah. That's partly for the people that don't know Mm -hmm, mm because it's partly an education. But then it's also in large part because I wish I could have seen me 10 years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. They're... That's how ripe ripe they are. Oh, wow. Yeah, and they're so sweet and just like delicious. I just think they're just delicious, Andrew. I don't know what to say. They're just so I, good. Yeah. That's, that's really what it is. I don't know if it's like a spirit fruit I have. I don't know. It's your... <laughs> a spirit fruit? A spirit fruit? Like, if I could be a fruit, I would definitely be watermelon. Okay. Okay, that's... I just think they're really cute, a, too. Like, I think that's funny how they're, like, round, and they can, like, roll them around. I think it's so funny. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had to get to the, the root problem of this. So, I mean, okay. So, it's the it's sweetness. Just, it's the shape. And I think the it's color. Just okay. memories too, like my whole yeah. family, like my mom, it, like we're like, she would just buy like three or f- three watermelons at a time from the grocery store because she knows me and my sister just loved it so much. Yeah, yeah. And you would just crush it. Uh-huh. And we would, I remember when we were kids, my mom like, you can go into the watermelon, Um, you can go into the bin and just pick the biggest one. So that was something fun too. It's just yeah. like our family just <laughs> loves watermelon. Your whole family does? Yeah. Okay, it's a... It's your, the spirit fruit of I, your family. Yeah. Yeah. The spirit fruit. I like <laughs> and that. We I've eat, never. We eat so like... much of it. <laughs> so much. So it's I not know. a terrible thing to have an I know, addiction but like to. In, but when I see normal people, <laughs> 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 they don't even like, they don't even spend time picking the watermelon. Like, I don't know why we slap watermelon, but I just do it just to look like I know what I'm doing. Okay. Okay. So there's a process. So take us through, take us through this process. <laughs> I don't know what people, I don't know what people are slapping about. Like, you, know, you <laughs> see that little Asian lady, she's slapping the watermelon. I'm like, what are you slapping for? Uh, but I pretend like I do, but I also do put a lot of attention towards picking the best, the biggest melon. And I just get confused when people are just like, yeah, I'll just take this one. I'm like, what? Like, I, Cause I think my mom, since I was so young, she's like, go into the bin and pick the biggest one. Yeah. So that's just like my thing now. I'm like, I'm going to pick the best 
watermelon. <laughs> so what makes the best watermelon? And what's the process of picking the best watermelon? Other yeah. than it being like the biggest watermelon. Take us through your process. Well, it can't be okay. like soft, right? You can't have any dents. Yeah. Okay. And oh, okay. not necessarily like super round. It's just like the best looking the most aesthetically pleasing one and i think i just follow my intuition really i'm just like hmm which one <laughs> this might have been the beginning of like my intuitive psychic abilities like, <laughs> which melon is the best <laughs> <laughs> and then you're slapping them yeah, I and love then this. i started slapping them because i was like yo i'm asian i gotta look like i know what i'm doing <laughs> so i'm like slapping it like eh. I don't know. What's it? Is there a certain sound you're listening to? I don't for? know. No <laughs> one's ever taught me how. No one's ever walked me through it. So I was like, I don't know. So how do you know? Then it's once you give it the slap test. But the thing is, I don't need the slap test because intuitively I know which melon is good. Okay. So you're just doing Because <laughs> I've already picked it. Yeah. Okay, okay. And then I just do that thing. Like, like my family, we don't slap watermelons. Like my mom, my dad, like, my sister, we don't slap them. <laughs> We just pick the best ones. We just go with our guts. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But some of the travelers I've met have done that through the time of like 9-11. And they're like, ah, it wasn't like it said. I stayed out of those cities. But yeah, exactly. When you're there on the ground, but some of the stories I heard, like I heard one guy was driving through, I think it was Afghanistan, and he was this 18-year-old white blonde boy, and he's from the Netherlands. And you can tell, I'm not, I'm not like that kind of, gypsy type traveler like i'm not staying mm -hmm. in the tent i'm staying in hostels yeah as cheap as i can do yeah, yeah um so there's bugs and stuff like that it's definitely not glamorous but it's yeah. not like some of these guys that i've met and he was on this bus and then it stopped and he just heard this gunfire and he looks out and there's all these guys with guns and oh, then they shit. they come on and and one guy i don't know if he had a i think if, if i remember correctly had like a hat and people were giving him some money and and he's like um, I don't know, what, what do you, whatever you want, and he's like, no, I just some money or something like that, and then yeah, he re and then they they kept going, and he's like, oh my god, I almost just got killed. I thought they were gonna like behead me because that's what the news says. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then somebody that spoke a bit of English is like, oh no, no, the gunfire. They did, they were having a wedding. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, god. and he's like, yeah. I, he literally thought he was he was it's over. Oh my god, like, I'm gonna be beheaded. <laughs> And he was like, no, no. Yeah. He, and these people like, you know, laughing because they're used to it, right? Yeah, there's exactly. Some of these stories yeah. It was just a wedding. <laughs> That's yeah, it was amazing. something like that. Like a wedding, a birthday. And yeah. He's like, no, they were just happy. Uh, a baby was born. It was yeah. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. And, but yeah, so stuff like that. Yeah. You hear stories. So my stories are nothing compared to some of these guys that mm -hmm. are just like, mm -hmm. you know, and that, that's, that's usually how you meet them. And that one guy had a tattoo and it looked like this big, like ugh, gross pus. <laughs> pimple was coming I'm like what did you do he's like yeah I was in the I was in the jungle in Borneo or in this orangutan village and we were going through it and uh, yeah I got I, I got tattoos so I wanted to get a bamboo tattoo and now it's infected I'm like oh, oh, okay. what <laughs> is this Finnish guy yeah <laughs> wow And but he was one of those guys that his stories some I can't even mention now you're just like why would you do that because I don't know yeah <laughs> right yeah just yeah. living life just doing it, and you just don't know. But if you, if you know, if you're not, you know, as long as you're over there and you're mm -hmm. thinking, yeah, you'll be fine. Damn. Yeah, but some of his stories were like, "What were you thinking?" He goes, "I don't know. I'm still alive, though. That was yeah. crazy. I'd <laughs> right, never crazy. do that again. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I won't do that again. Oh my. Yeah. Well, yeah. going back to the.
Fair enough. Very grim oh, statement. No, no. I'm sorry yeah. for that. But yeah, that was, again, that was one of the reasons why I started to lean away from stand-up was I just didn't think it was going it. The last stand-up show I ever did was also the best stand-up show I ever did. It was also the most hilarious setup for a stand-up show I ever did. Um, it was back in October of 2017, and I hadn't done it for like six months. And a friend of mine who I'd done a stage show with was putting together a fundraiser, and she wanted to get a whole bunch of people to put an act into this fundraiser. And she said, can you do a stand-up show? Or stand I think she said, I can't remember what the context was. Mm-hmm, but I mm-hmm. agreed to do 15 minutes of stand-up for this thing. And so I went to this thing, and it was for a West African women's charity. I wish I could remember the name to give them a plug, but it was for a West African women's charity. And when I got there, I suddenly realized that it was uh, a very, very proud African community that had come out to support this thing in a mm-hmm. fantastic way. But that really, really, really our roots are in the continent. We're very proud of it. And so it was sort of like those guys wearing kentacloth and those guys with those fabulous obsidian necklaces and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It was cool. I had a great time. Until I started to realize that I was only like one of two, maybe, white performers that night. Yeah. And what it was, was they would do these performances and they would have, you know, a singer come out and do their song and then they'd have a dance group. And I suddenly realized again, oh, I'm also the only comedian here. Oh, shit. And so what they would do is they would have about four performances and then they would have somebody come out and speak about why we were there that night, what, what we were working towards. So they had these performances and then they had this woman come out and it turned out this woman was coming out right before I was supposed to go on. And she spoke for about 20 minutes on just the most harrowing subject matter you can possibly imagine. It was about just how dreadful and truly dreadful life is for women in these West African regions. You know, it was all about slavery and genital mutilation and fistula. And I, I promise I don't want to sound like I'm being cavalier about any of those things. But she was oh, giving yeah. this really tearful, heartfelt address about why we need to work to better these women's lives. Mm-hmm. And I was standing at the back of the room with my mouth open, like yeah. dropped to the floor, like, oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> oh, crap. <Yeah. laughs> Hang on a second. Yeah, right. So yeah. this is the most heartfelt, passionate ordeal that this woman is reciting. Yeah. And after this, you want the white man yeah. to go up and tell jokes to these people. This is going to go so badly. This is going to be the worst 15 minutes of anyone in this room's life. And so I went up to the girl who was uh, running a thing. And I said, look, I, I think it would just be very inappropriate if I went up after this. I think that there are some acts that might um, might flow a little bit better. And she said, yeah, absolutely. I, I totally understand. And so I sort of breathe a sigh of relief, go and sit down for a bit. This woman wraps up. She gave a really fantastic address. I have to commend her on that. She gave this really fantastic address. And the crowd was sort of wiping away their last tears when the host came up and said, and now stand up comedy from, and I went, what? No, 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 no. no." And so I'm like, okay, well, this is happening. The train has left the station and it's going to crash somewhere. Might as well be here. So I went up and it turned out fantastic. I have no idea why. I think it's because people were just so broken down a little bit by what they'd seen yeah they were so ready to laugh about yeah yeah it yeah. turned out to be like the best most well-received 15 minutes i'd ever done worked out nice. fantastically and that was the last show i did right. i would not do it again <laughs> yeah. i would not risk i would not yeah. risk that outcome again <laughs> how did you end up getting that gig then uh, it was my uh, claim to fame yeah, yeah. <laughs> So you good win to win that, contests. You, it's good to win contests. Yeah, yeah. big time, right? Because you win that award. You also won, what was it, 2013 London Music Awards show for most popular TV? 
Yeah, that was, that was slash media. That was with that London was, Tonight. Yeah, that was related to London Tonight London, with Jeff Leeson, nice. um, and they do the London Music Awards, which is a, uh, which is a little bit of a popularity contest as well. Like it's yeah, on, definitely it's online yeah. voting and and mm-hmm. doing all that kind of stuff in the community. But I had a good community and a good network and a good sort of group of support in the city, so people got behind it. And nice. Yeah, I won uh, for like for being the announcer sidekick, and we were also. We did a lot of stuff in the community too. We were on the show, but we were always hosting and emceeing other events around the city. So we had a pretty good yeah, yeah. presence in London. A good so. following for sure. Yeah, yeah. The award show, funny story about that award. It's a nice little trophy. I fucking <laughs> dropped it mid acceptance <laughs> speech and it broke into like five pieces. I still have it on my fridge, but it's crazy glued together. And no it looks, way. It looks like a piece of shit. But, yeah. <laughs> um, it's all broken. Did someone film that? Do they film these awards? Somewhere there is somewhere there is video of it. I never saw the video yeah. of it, but like... What was your reaction to that? Did you play it off? Did it was hilarious. It ended a... up being hilarious. Yeah. yeah, it just became this big thing where I was like, oh my, like kind of like I acted deer in headlights. Like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like I need to apologize to the academy me and all this stuff yeah yeah nice who's this guy that's breaking his award so it didn't mean it ended up being a great moment and i mean it was fitting that the the guy who's a comedian does shit like that yeah yeah that's perfect yeah it's almost like they probably think you meant to do it maybe maybe they did i definitely did not yeah (laughs) i definitely did not just total bull in a china shop like just (laughs) that's great so you went so timeline wise i guess then you go to alaska very cool. But yeah. It's, uh, What's your best event that you've done? Or your most interesting, I guess. That's funny, the lip sync battle. That's got to be up there. That's a... Uh, yeah, that's fun. I've been doing, yeah. I've actually... Because they have air guitar comp- competitive air guitar competitions, yeah. like, worldwide. Like, I know. And these kids, like, go all off, man. They, like, oh, they I dress. Bet. I mean, like, again, they're, like, young kids. Like, I think it's their parents that dress them up. But, but <laughs> like, at that age, man, you don't have... Not a filter, but you don't have, like, a... Oh, I don't look like an idiot. Like, as a kid, you just have fun, man. So these oh, kids exactly, rock, yeah, like, right? The vulnerability, they're there. They don't care. That's it. It's the, it's the <laughs> like. There's no second guessing. There's no like, oh, I don't know if I'm gonna look cool. Like it's none of that. It's just, yeah, it's fun. It's just go for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, lip sync battle was fun. I've done some like crazy big parties. Uh, like I did a party once where they literally said to my boss, like, we want all your staff. Like we want to book everybody. Oh damn. We don't want anybody working that night except on our party. Um, <laughs> they had a fireworks show. It was a bar mitzvah. Kid came in on a Zamboni. Like, it was <laughs> it was what? a big, big party, man. <laughs> on a um, Zamboni? Yeah, man. Like, on a real Zamboni. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Uh, they had a huge... Was he, like, standing on top of it or driving? Like, who's driving it? Someone else driving it, and they were kind of... So it was I feel like, like he was float. sitting on it. So it was pretty much like a float. Yeah, pretty much. And he came into the room, and I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> right. Um, he had, like, a huge LED screen. But great family. It was a great party, man. It's a couple years ago, but... Damn, that's epic. Um, I feel like I've done a lot of cool shit, and I just can't think of it off the top of my head. But that, I feel like I'm going to leave here and be like, God damn it, I should have said that one. <laughs> right? That's the one. Well, that, that just kind of makes me seem like, remember that Sweet 16? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So you, tried, so you tried new material at the Seinfeld one. Was that it? Or you just kind of, you were going up to to wing it and the gaff again, I guess. Did well, you... yeah. So like for the Seinfeld one, because... So I've been working on this new bit where I can draw upon the audience. So if they're like, so it's, I call it the passport of Dick. Okay. Yeah. And so, um, if people are from a certain country and there's a lot of them in the crowd, then I can pretend as though I've had a Dick from their country. Ah. Now, most people don't understand that I'm just like, 
using my knowledge. Maybe I've traveled to this country or worked there. Mm-hmm. I haven't necessarily... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but people yeah. don't get that. They're just like, she a whore. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hear about all the dicks that she's had sex with. No, these are proverbial dicks. Some of them. Some okay. are loosely based on reality, but most of them <laughs> yeah. are just like me thinking of funny ways to connect with an audience and be like, I have some connection to your where you're from. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't think... Especially men, I just thought, oh, okay, she. Yeah, right. some, some people will come up to me and be like, "Have you stamped this country yet?" Like, I'm like, "Oh, touche! Never heard that one before." Um, so it's funny because Jerry, they're like, "We have a special guest, Jerry Seinfeld." I'm like, "What the actual fuck is going on?" Yeah. Like I'm just like, okay, I don't get nervous, but now I'm like, my palms are sweaty. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, shit, I got pit stains. Yeah. <laughs> like what? And because I still gotta go on after yeah like how the fuck do you follow jerry seinfeld right damn and jerry seinfeld obviously is jerry seinfeld and he does very clean material Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so he's doing his bits and i'm like how am i gonna talk about all these dicks after jerry like (laughs) maybe i should just switch and do like a clean set right now and i'm like no the people deserve to hear about these dicks yeah yeah (laughs) commit commit (laughs) <laughs> so i commit i did and uh but the the audience so i always do a, try to do a walk around and see like who's in the crowd oh nice and this time it was like there was no consistency it was all over oh, the map shit. oh yeah it was just there was nothing and so i just had to be like you know what i'm gonna try and connect with women in and around my age because that's who's gonna really like find this content funny mm-hmm. i was like i can't i can't hit everybody yeah, yeah. unless i just like <laughs> I don't know, go to the like Asian female. And I'm just like, I don't want to do that anymore right now. So I went with the dicks, whatever. It was what it was. And then uh, the, the night that Jim Gaffigan showed up and I've, I paid to see him or I've seen him at a Ontario place. Okay. Yeah. And I yeah. remember sitting there being like, wow, I can't believe comedians are selling out. Like, I saw Lauren Hill and Nas on the same stage. Yeah, right, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, for me to be like, wow, a comedian mm-hmm. is here filling up this kind of space, that to me was, like, blew my mind. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you know, if you work hard, one day maybe you could be doing this shit too. Right. It was, like, really inspirational. So the mm-hmm. fact that now he's here and he's doing it again before I need to go up, I'm like, why couldn't I have already gone up? <laughs> yeah, like, right. that would be just so much easier. Um, so I did um, – I spoke about getting attacked at gunpoint. This is 2025. <laughs> <laughs> so I fucking tell him this, and this – if I don't snatch that little amulet out of his greasy little hands, his greasy little fish hands, so I'm running, dead sprint, I'm I'm laughing, I'm high hiing, lulling, because John's just been through time travel, man. He's he's not ready to be running around now. He's disoriented. He's not dry. In Tokyo in 2025. Yeah, he thinks he's in, he thinks he's in downtown Tokyo yeah, in 2025. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. kidding me? He thinks he's in the freaking South Pacific. I bet he has a nosebleed. Easily, his ears mm-hmm. were bleeding. Oh sure. yeah, Ooh. one was yellow, one was pink. So no, I'm not sure. yeah. Ooh, yeah, 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 it was insane. I slapped him around a little bit before I took the amulet, obviously. <laughs> and You're that, sick. And that essentially brings me back to this point, where I found you folks, you saviors. Can we huh? see the amulet? What? Can we see 
the amulet. It's been out the whole time. Oh, that thing? I, 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 thought, I thought that was a stain Sorry. on your shirt. No, that's not yeah. it. Oh, 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 wait, you slapped a man what, around? You thought this glowing <laughs> amulet was a stain <laughs> on my shirt? You slapped Dude, a man around a... that? <laughs> that poor future, <laughs> that poor boy in the past, you slapped that's him a... around and you ran away yeah. for that? <laughs> this golden glowing amulet, That's bro. not gold, dude. It's, it's like a gold. urine stain. It's straight up gold. The aliens. That is actually yeah. That definitely is wow. like an alien. Okay, 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 okay. You have had a weekend. That is a urine stain. That's an ultimate weekend. Listen, it's an ultimate listen. warrior weekend. <laughs> Either okay. way, I have the amulet of truth and power. Dope. And what are you gonna do about it? How much did you drink this weekend? I'm hmm? afraid there ain't much we can do now. <laughs> How much did down you in this town locked up? Exactly. I have the amulet. I am the one. I call my brother Sun because he shine like Thanos. I have to call Deontay and really get you out of here. What? Deontay can't do <laughs> shit to me, you, bro. That is a piss stain. <laughs> that is a piss stain me? on that your shirt. Like, Dude, this is an That is in the shape of a penis. Truth. That is in the shape of a penis. Yeah. There is no well, one out there that you ran away. Penises. The Tomb of the Old Nun Soldier. Friggin' the CN Tower. Uh, penises. They're all in the shape of penises, aren't they? Hmm. Reel me this one. So either way, I didn't come here to answer questions. Amulets. I didn't come here to answer questions about my amulet. I'm just telling you now. Yeah, you did. You ran in here all sweaty as shit I'm and told us you were going to have a story to tell. How, what can okay. we do that with this? I am out of here. After, obviously, this is recording is over. <laughs> I don't want to be a total asshole. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm kind of drink on me. You know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah still yeah. drying yeah. off. Yeah. Still the weird drying. thing about the ambulance, like, it's not on a chain. It's, like, literally on your shirt. That is a piss stain. No, dude. It's it's glowing, and it's floating. You can't see the chain. <sighs> you guys. Good old glowing float. Rock. Glowing float. I think he's still fucked up from the weekend, Rock. Hmm? I couldn't tell. Sorry, you, I'm got, like, you guys are so far away. I can't I'm hear seven you. days okay, gone till Monday. Yeah. <laughs> I done drank the wrong whiskey tonight, boy. <laughs> I think he drank it all weekend. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, like, basically, like, she had me singing harmonies with her even before the age of 11. Oh, nice. Um, and teach me how to sing. And, uh, and then, basically, when we moved back from Japan... Um, and lived in, started living in St. Thomas. That's when I joined that rock school, and I really, it really started uh, kicking up my my creativity. Yeah, yeah, for so. sure. Lived in Japan. <clears throat> yeah. Before you just kind of like threw threw <laughs> that in there quickly. Like, uh, once we were like done touring <laughs> the world, and like <laughs> this, we moved back from Japan to St. Thomas, Ontario. <laughs> I know it's. I, I I, th- I thought you were gonna ask something about that. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> you can't just like subtly throw that in. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not explain. Now, once we like transferred back over from Japan, Japan, what were you? Like, uh, so I was born work? in like, Japan for no way. I, did you not know that? No, I did not know that. Oh, really? Damn. Okay, I feel like I've told everybody at this point, but I guess not. Yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah, yeah. So I I, used, I was born in Japan, and the reason for that is my dad actually. Uh, he had a job opportunity there. He was having a hard time finding jobs in this area in engineering. And mm-hmm. um, so he uh, just applied internationally, got job got a job opportunity in Japan. And then, you know, off my parents went and Damn. I was on I was on the way. And then I was born there. Like, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a pretty wild childhood. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, and I lived there, there was a little bit of back and forth, but I lived there for a total of eight years. Um, so, you know, went to, you know, proper Japanese school or Jap- proper 
like um school there not like you know yeah hey you're a foreigner go to this watered down school type thing oh wow yeah um and then i moved back uh we moved back uh, when i was 11 wow yeah so are you fluent in japanese not so much anymore yeah yeah but um probably the peak of my japanese was when i was taking fourth year japanese in in university um yeah there was some it got pretty crazy pretty deep (laughs) in that class there was a lot of like anatomy jargon and like legal jargon that we were using as well and i'm like oh this is way too much but um yeah i can i can still carry on like a simple conversation but it's been a while since i've like really immersed myself wow um i do have plans to to go back to japan and like maybe um pursue a music career there and then come back because i think especially as somebody who can speak um fairly fluently and with the proper pronunciation instead of saying konichiwa yeah (laughs) yeah and they're like like, uh uh, yeah you're a foreigner yeah 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 (laughs) (laughs) or gaijin as they say yeah (laughs) and uh yeah yeah so i think i think that um could work as a benefit um it's also maybe been a, a dream of mine to be a to be a game show host there oh okay okay i think that (laughs) you know those game shows yeah yeah (laughs) oh i know the crazy game shows when you're talking about jack black he was on one of those crazy ones i don't know if you've seen the clip clip? oh my god so they put i don't know what game show it is but they put pantyhose over your head and it's uh the pantyhose is attached to something behind you and you have to uh, you have to go and blow out a candle so you're like pushing forward and it's stretching your whole face on a pantyhose <laughs> and then you're trying to blow a candle out. And there's a clip of Jack Black doing it oh over there my, on the I really need show. to see that. You have to see it. it Their game shows clip. are ridiculous. It's insane. They're wild. I saw another one where they're like carrying like an egg in their butt crack or something like that <laughs> as, well, as well. And you can't like have it crack and they have to like go through this course and stuff is amazing. So I would love to see you as a game show host on there. I'll watch the shit out of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people would as well. That would be because because I mean I mean maybe it's bad, but I but I kind of like mimicking or maybe mocking some of the different like Japanese, um, Japanese um, uh, like not pronunciations, but uh, person like personalities, like vocal personalities that you can adopt. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, that's not, not to say, like, I'm going to do them now, like, but, like... <laughs> I, I was going to ask you, like, will you give us your game show your game show introduction in Japanese? Oh, How no. would your character go? How would you be? Because you got to be out oh, there always, man. like, crazy, like, enthusiastic and, like... Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yes. He's going for it. No. He's gearing up. He's going for it. Wow. Man. I'm just trying to think, okay, how do I translate this into Japanese? It's not, it's not going to be perfect, but like, (laughs) (laughs) well, we won't know the difference. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Something like, um, (laughs) Minasan, kyo wa totemo something i don't know something like that (laughs) like like really really enthusiastic yeah oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) that's amazing what did you just say um uh everyone like basically like everyone this is like a really good and then i forgot 
forgot what the translation was but just like i was going to introduce a, a contestant or something like that okay yeah, yeah yeah i would need to brush up on my japanese yeah, right. for sure <laughs> yeah, right. for sure yeah. do a little uh, rosetta stone yeah <laughs> right. yeah 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 so that wasn't it for his his tryout no no please no please no he's like i ruined my own career why did i do no, that why oh my god okay yeah so if i guess have music it's it, i mean you you could incorporate music with it though too. yeah oh okay exactly I see. yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so okay. just like write the jingle for the show. Exactly. And like... Well, hot damn. That was some good, good times reliving. Uh, definitely those amazing moments that we've had throughout. Of course, uh, it's been north of the 49th. We want to thank you again. Again, it's winding down. It's been crazy years sped by once again. Uh, of course, you can follow us at North of the 49th on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, or type in North of the 49th into Google. You will find us everywhere. You can uh, download this for free. You're probably streaming it for free, which we love to keep on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Podbean, Stitcher, and on Anchor. New platforms coming soon. Man, it's been amazing. Thank you guys so, so much, and uh, looking forward to a whole new guest, whole new year. Cheers.